0: Hello everyone, my name is Angelica, if you don't know me, (laughs) and before I start, I just want to say that, honestly, I really don't want to be up here right now, and I'm really scared, but a lot of signs have been happening to me, and a lot of things have been happening to me, telling me I need to share today, and before I start, I'm going to say what those signs were. So on Sunday, Natasha asked me to lead prayer. And afterwards, Jeje asked me if I did it because she asked me or if I did it on my own will. And I said it was because she asked me. I never do things on my own will. I never volunteer. (laughs) And then later I talked to Dennis and I talked to him about the same thing, similar, about a similar thing. And I was talking about how I never take initiative and how I will say yes if someone asks me, but I never myself put myself out there and volunteer to do things. And then on Tuesday, Katie talked about boldness, and she was saying, I want you guys to be more bold. I want like, us to make bolder choices. And then I felt God telling me that, and I'm like, hmm, I don't think this is a coincidence. So here I am, about to share my story, and I hope I don't sound too awkward, and that it all goes okay, and that I don't talk for too long, because I am sharing something very personal to me that I have actually never shared to anyone else, and Muxim, stop recording me, (laughs) because I know you're going to talk about it later, and I don't want you to pressure me like that. So, what I wanted to start with, I was always a Christian my whole life. Thankfully, I grew up in a Christian household, but I was a very shy kid. I was happy, but I was very shy. I never wanted to talk to anyone. And it was especially hard for me when I moved to America because I had no friends and I didn't know how to make friends. Um, I remember being a kid and always hiding behind my mom's legs because... I was really scared. Or I would just hang out with my brothers. And then when I went to school and I started learning English, I started making friends at my school, but I had very few friends at church. And the friends I did have at church, they always had better friends than me. So I did feel very lonely. I felt like I never was able to belong to any group. And this only got worse as I got older. I had increased shyness, and I often isolated myself from other people. And the worst was when I was in middle school. Um, This period of my life, I started getting very sad and insecure. Um, This is when, like, as you grow up, I started to gain weight, get acne, and, like, have crooked teeth, and it all really got to my head. And later, I got bangs to hide my acne and I remember looking at myself in the mirror and just having a total breakdown because I thought I was so ugly and I thought that I wouldn't amount to anything and this is when I started having really dark thoughts and it sounds really crazy to say now but I wouldn't exactly say I was suicidal but I definitely often would have thoughts of being gone from this world and of harming myself. I would never cut myself or anything, but I did actually do some forms of self-harm. I would scratch my arms until they would bleed. And whenever anyone would ask about them, I would just say it was mosquito bites. And honestly, the only thing that was like taking me away from these bad thoughts was God and knowing that If I did commit something bad, if I was to do something like kill myself, I would go to hell, and this thought really scared me. And um, some other thoughts I would have is I would imagine my funeral, I would imagine at a young age to be dead and to have no one come because I thought that nobody did care about me. And thankfully, as I grew older, these thoughts started diminishing. I would, through this whole time, I would still go to church. I would still pray to God. I would still try to read the Bible. And I would genuinely try to grow closer to God. And with prayer, he thankfully helped me get rid of all of these suicidal thoughts and all of these insecurities. And I also started doing more ministries. Um, I started going to youth camp. But honestly, my first two years of youth camp weren't that great. I did like the whole services, but again, I felt very lonely. I felt like I had no one to talk to. And even like I was once actually pushed away from a path that I was walking when I was walking with a group of people. But God was there the whole time, even when I didn't have any physical friends. God was there and he did talk to me and he did say that I would be able to go through this. And like I said before, through all these hardships, I still continued going to church. I still had this belief that I can overcome. And then last year, I would say, was the best year of my life and where I really was able to overcome a lot of what was happening, Um, that was when, okay, two years ago, I would attempt to always go to youth because I thought that would be a place where I could try to make friends and as well as try to get closer to God. So I would actually bus because I didn't know how to drive. And then I would walk for 20 minutes. And then thankfully, I got David to start driving me. So that was great. And then I was able to drive. So I was able to come to youth every single week which was amazing. And then, for some reason, people started being nicer to me. (laughs) And people started inviting me to hang out with them. And also, a big thing that happened is I joined the skit for Kids Camp. Thank you, Alina and Ksusha, for helping me do that. And that caused me to start going to Sunday prayers every week because we would have practices after. And I also, that year, I got baptized. I also went on my first mission trip, even though it was not the best time for me to go with school. And I started going to Katie's home group, which helped me to actually practice praying out loud, as well as to practice sharing different things. Um, And also, she helped me to really start loving the Bible and start delving deep within it, And that led me to start actually reading the Bible every day and starting to make notes about it. And finally, I was able to stop isolating myself from other people. I was no longer afraid to talk to people. I no longer texted my dad right when uh, the announcements were happening. So I was able to leave right after church. Now I just stay and talk to everyone because I love everyone. And... Last year was also when I led my first prayer in the microphone, which again, I was super scared to do, but God did help me get through it and He is constantly helping me to improve myself. Um, I started attending Christian club at my school and to say I don't continue to have hardships would be a lie, but I can confidently say that I have a different mindset now and that I have a different character And that I no longer isolate myself. I'm no longer scared of everything. And I'm no longer pushing myself away from other people. And right now, the reason I wanted to say this is because I feel like so many people I know here might have gone through something similar or are going through something like that right now. And so many people I talk to say they have major anxiety or that they are afraid to pray out loud or to even stand up front here and I was there. I was honestly one of the shyest kids you guys probably could ever know. So if I can do it, I'm pretty sure that all of you can. And with God's help, if you continue going to church, if you continue trusting in him and having that faith and taking risks, then he will help you to overcome everything and anything so I just recommend that you, everyone here pushes themselves. And if anyone asks you to pray out loud or to say a small word, then always try to say yes, because you saying yes is going to help you overcome that. You taking initiative is going to help you grow. And I honestly never thought I would be some sort of super Christian. I was like, yeah, I'll go to church I will do all these things that are godly but i didn't ever think that i would come to a point where i love reading the bible where i want to seek more and more after god and where i truly want him to take control of my life so again i recommend everyone to take initiative to say yes and yeah that's it
1: Amen. Amen. Such, such a great story. Amen. Just started. This story just started. Just began. So, Amen. And I know everyone has uh, the whole world inside. And everyone is going through process. Thank you, Angelica, uh, for sharing, because we're all going the same way, basically. And at the same, at the certain uh, times, we're experiencing difficulties, uh, insecurities, and uh, fears, uh, when sometimes we feel like we're not accepted by, by people uh, surrounding us. But uh, we have to know that there is a devil who wants us to believe these lies. And there is a the truth. And every time we come here, every time you go to your home group, every time you go to prayer, you're basically loading yourself with truth. And this truth will set you free. And this truth will make you believe that you loved and you have a lot of friends. And uh, and you don't need to have a lot of friends. You need to have uh, uh, right friends in your life. Amen? And friends that will lift you. Friends that will uh, uh, not just say, oh, yes, you're so good, but some friends that, that will tell you truth. Friends that will wake up at night and pray for you. Friends that will come will come and, and rescue you and, 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 and uh, will be able to, to give you a true advice and, and, uh, and uh, will cry with you and will laugh with you. Amen? And this is uh, and and the the real answer is Jesus. That's what, exactly what we were praying for and we, we were singing in the in the beginning, worshiping Jesus. We're saying nothing else but you, but you, Jesus. You are the answer. And uh, and at at 8 Youth, we will say that this is the name we want to worship. We're not going to worship any person. No one is is worthy. Only Jesus is worthy. And we come together around Him and we're all gonna all the time gonna sing, Jesus, you the center of it all. Amen. Let's praise Jesus. Amen. Let's let's praise Him. Thank you, Jesus, for this story. And we thank you for many, many more stories we're gonna hear uh, at this place. Um, are you ready for the work? Amen. Vasa, come and and drop the bomb a bomb on devil
2: you guys ready <laughs> uh, thank you uh, angelina for sharing this testimony actually i got, I got the similar story so i'm not going to share right now but it, it was it was very bold and powerful you know, it's always powerful that when a person shares from a heart you can feel it you can feel the pain you can feel their joy and uh, it's amazing um you guys excited? Uh, one one Russian preacher, before preaching, he, he would say, Guys, buckle up, we're going to go and into the Word of God. <laughs> Amen. So, the topic for the Word is going to be running strong in the Lord or running strong, strong for the Lord. W- which one is m- more correct? So, it's kind of a sporty topic today, but... Um, It's something really close to me because I love running does anybody like running here not a lot of people you can raise it by faith (laughs) I, I know Dennis likes to run because I met him one day a couple years ago he was like wearing shorts and he was like holding a bottle and was super super tired so uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not an excellent runner, but I like to run. And uh, as long as, as as I remember myself, I, I was always running. I don't know why. And um, in, in that village that, that I lived in, I, I just crossed it, like, back and forth all around. All dogs knew me, so they never touched me because, you know, <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, uh, i'm gonna share what's on my heart what i believe god has given me for tonight and i'm gonna share some little like pictures from my life of running because many cool stories like connected to my my running life so um apostle paul uh writes in the first corinthians uh Chapter 9, verse 24 through 27. You guys can open it. I'm gonna drink some water before run. You guys ready? Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, but thus uh, not with an uncertainty. Thus I f- thus I fight not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body, And bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Uh, So, Apostle Paul he compares our Christian 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 life with being on a race. So, and that's one number one point that I want to make today. That. Apostle paul says that we're all on a race do you guys realize it that we're all on a race if you said yes to Jesus he he put you on a on a running trail right and uh word a race it doesn't specify what distance are you on it and if you think about your life and about life of the of you know other people and you you realize that we're not just on a um, not just on a short sprint right and we're not just on a treadmill running you know under the conditioner <laughs> and it's it's so important to understand this it's the first thing you're on the run you're on the race. And, and th- this race is a marathon, it's a marathon. Your life is a marathon, we're on a marathon. And, or you can say uh, cross country, right? When you, when you run through like different, different terrain, like... Terrain, r- terrain, terrain. terrain, yeah, and so like different, dif- you face different situation, different circumstances, and, you know, not, not a lot of Christians, they're they, they ready for it. They, they think that this run is just for a short period of time, that someday it's going to end, that we, we just need to run through this day. We just need to uh, keep fighting through this week. But you've got to pre- be prepared in your heart that this race is going to last long. As we just sang that song, you're you're our compass when when the when the road is long, right? And I, I always can imagine we run and we we sing, Jesus, you're all we need, you're all we need. <laughs> so when you run a uh, cross country, you run, as I said, through difficult like situations in life and and uh, when when i would run through like village there is like there is woods there is like you you run through the field you run through the through the neighborhoods and it's all different and you you might face like different situation like uh, i had a, like a spe- special route it's about it was about 10 kilometers or so And I was running, and there would be, like, a a pack of dogs. (laughs) They would, like, like bark at me and stuff. And I would just gather up rocks, and and I would throw them ahead of me, like, far away, like bombs. (laughs) And they would just uh, scatter, and I would run through, and everything would be all right. (laughs) Where where, do I have it in America, right? I'm telling you, Russia is, like, full of wars. Yeah, and um, we got to be ready for that. So Apostle Paul said, I have fought the the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. So he said, only at at the end of his life, I have run the race. He uh, he got the confirmation from God at the end of his life so just we got to like establish it in our hearts that this run is going to last it's going to last long yeah. and m- many christians they they um they get bur- burned out because they, they weren't prepared they they ran a- as long as they have good emotions right yeah jesus like it 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 usually happens when you just join the race when you got baptized when you got you know baptized in the holy spirit and you're full of life and energy and some someday you realize that it's not that easy and it shouldn't be easier because we're on a race it's a marathon so point number number two On a marathon, everybody runs. Simple thing. <laughs> On a marathon, everybody runs. You, 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 you're not just join a marathon and you walk your Christian life. You're just, you're just walking, enjoying the view, drinking some water, and like, it's cool. <laughs> so, average marathon is 26.2 miles. Do you guys, do you guys know that? 26.2 miles. Um, it's because uh, in some ancient, ancient times, there was a battle like in Greek or something. And uh, when, I'm, I'm not sure about, about the story exactly, but there was a battle and certain people won. And, and a, a guy of those people who won, he ran for 26 something miles. To the city to tell the good news about victory, so and he died when he when he shared the good news. So that, that's that's like average marathon, 26.2 mile. So an average speed of a runner, average pace is 10 minutes per mile. Those who run, you can understand that 26 miles you got to run for for this pace. The fastest one is. 514 a mile can you imagine 26 miles with the space <laughs> I, I i can't honestly i can't even do one mile with this with the space <laughs> it's it's just so main th- main thought is you gotta run once you join the race you gotta like step over, over from your comfort comforts comfort zone you can't just trail behind right you can't just limp behind so sorry for the long pauses I'm trying to <laughs> mix my Russian English so we gotta get out of our comfort zones doesn't matter If you feel comfortable in your life if you don't feel this uh, like air blowing into your mind like you're sweating something is like you moving your blood pressure is high your heartbeat is like closer to 150 probably you're not you're not running I'm doing some yeah and are you guys running question for you I guess running on the Christian On this race where are you and uh, so I I joined couple times uh, like 5k race it was arranged by Nike brand in our city it was cool like a lot of people joined the race like about 5,000 people and even more probably around six or seven thousand so a big crowd of people and uh, you get a lot of good thoughts when you, you know, starting running, and you kind of see people how they run, and you get a lot from them from just principles, you know. And there, the, the, there was a lot of people who were just like they would run for three hundred meters, and then 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 they would just walk the rest of the distance, just walking, talking, like eating something or whatever. And I was like, man, it's such a vivid picture. Of some Christians they're just walking talking and they yeah eating <laughs> I mean some of them drinking but it's worse than eat, eating um, so we need we need to run in the Lord I mean amen so n- number three Apostle Paul says that do you not know that do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? So the main point of that verse was that we're running for the prize. A lot of it feels like a lot of Christians they just don't have it. They they don't have a goal in their running. A lot of them, they just run, like just running because everybody running. It's like a maybe a little bit of peer pressure. You feel a peer pressure that you just you just gotta run. If you don't don't run, you're not gonna be accepted. You, you, nobody's gonna be friends with you, and that's that's uh, my, my motivation that a lot of people have. They just run just for. To to be friends with somebody. Apostle Paul writes, I press toward the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So Apostle Paul was certain for what he he's running for. And he says, Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty. He had he had a vision what's waiting for him. This vision was clear in his mind. So if you don't have this in your life, if you don't have this goal in your life, you're not going to run strong. Maybe you're not going to run at all, because you don't know what's this for. We, we might do this. Like our daily routine of reading Bible we might do this daily routine routine of like prayer praying or something but if you don't see the goal you're not gonna win you're not gonna get the prize. if you if you're running for nothing what do you think you're gonna get at the end (laughs) it's a good thoughts so it, this is one of the most important principles in our, I would say, Christian run. Running for the price. Apostle Paul, he said, I'm running for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And do, do you guys know that every one of you has a upward, upward call of, of God in Christ Jesus? God has a special special plan for you. God has a special crown for you he's already formed it. he's already it's like it's like beautiful golden crown waiting for you for every one of you do you guys believe it or do you think it's just for Ramil or Dima or or Ben so it's for for every one of you. There is a golden crown shining in the sun. You can close your eyes and just can imagine how, how much you want wanted it and but it doesn't guarantee that you're gonna get it. That's the thing. Apostle Paul says those who run on a race all run, but only the one gets the price. So you probably think who are my opponents? Who are my opponents on this run? You can look at everybody, and th- thankfully they're, they're not your opponents. They're not your—they're not your like com- com- competition. Yeah, and so we're not—we're not doing competition in our church just to win the prize. You know, we're all running, and suddenly. Alex got faster than anybody, anybody else, and he got the crown, and everybody is upset. No, we're running. Each of us running, running our own race, and so and our like opponents or those guys who running next to us. It's I'm gonna just list few few of these things. We compete with our doubts, our difficulties, cir- circumstances in our life, all kinds of fear, all kinds of wrong emotions, right? If we run through, through, the, through life, we, we, we got this. Who, who wants to be ahead of us? We compete with our, our own flesh that wants to run ahead of you. That, this lust that you have, it wants to run ahead of you. This covetousness that you have, it wants to get your prize. And in, the, in the in the revelation Jesus said be careful is anyone like sees your crown that was prepared for you so you, you gotta you gotta understand that you got some somebody who standing against you who who is who wants to just who wants who wants to be faster than you who wants to be stronger than you and it's you know it's not just that; it's all the kingdom of darkness, like demons running, you know. And you know the, the the biggest thing that what what the devil wants is to to destroy your life. If he doesn't get that, he wants to destroy your calling, upward calling in God, this perfect will of God. He wants to destroy it in you. So, and you gotta have a knowledge of this because when you when you run in your ignorance you don't know what what you what whom are you running against and who competes with you you gotta you gotta have this knowledge that you you run you compete with, with devil did i say right or can i use like better word so and if god can if god can like destroy your life he wants to he wants to destroy your, you know, uh, destiny in God. He wants to take away a ministry from you, like a perfect will of God. And in our youth, we teach that there is like acceptable, good, and perfect will of God, right? So he wants to, he if he he wants to like pull you away from perfect will of God, that you will just fulfill good will of God, right? And he devil is going to fight like until his last breath, so we we gotta be get mad at the devil at this point, even more um, so God is against competition in the, in the body of Christ so God is against when we when we just when we forget about the enemy and we compete with our brothers and sisters who, better, who sings better, who preaches better, who ushers better, who you know in, uh, greets people better than you, and we we have this ongoing you know strife among each other, and we we gotta we gotta take it out from among us. We gotta uh, like get this understanding that we are. Striving for for one goal, for one one vision, right? As Dennis prayed about unity in the church, I believe that God's heart is bleeding over you know over division in His church, and it's so painful to kind of hear about all these denominations or these like all this tension you know between between um, between churches and denominations. So we gotta we gotta refocus right we gotta refocus get get focused on the price and so our ultimate price is Jesus himself right there is nothing better than him so the, he's the only our like real price but secondary thing is calling upward calling in God so we gotta as long as uh, like run to our our ultimate goal, we've we got to save somebody. we got to preach the gospel. Apostle Paul said, pray for us that the word of God would, would spread swiftly, right? And I believe that the word of God is going to spread swiftly by those who run. So if you don't run, you're not going to spread the word of God swiftly. So... Okay. And then we're going to read that verse again that we read in the beginning. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. This word temperate means self control, restrain yourself from something. Now they do it to uh, to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. So it's marathon, marathon diet plan number four. And uh, Apostle Paul he comp- compares those who run like Christian race, and he compares us pr- uh, pr- pretty much to athletes. You know that compete for the perishable crown and he said those guys they they live a self-controlled life that's that's the key of your of your like successful run and God. self-control so runners are very strict in diet in a spiritual diet and you know they can't just allow themselves eat whatever they eat, right? And and, and win the prize at the end. Like I, I'm, I'm enjoying some you know ice cream of this world and <laughs> reach the, the destiny. So what is your daily food? What is your daily food? Is it? I'm I'm talking about right now spiritual food. What's your daily food? What what do you eat? Do you have certain plan? Do you have certain restrictions on your food, or or, or you just feed on video games, movies, Christian uh, Christ, uh, non-Christian music, like uh, discovering some you know bad websites, and uh, I, I can do like name things on and on or or do you do you feed on God's Word every day or do you strengthen your inner man by by feeding on on God's Word by by memorizing scripture by uh, by practicing it by like applying certain principles to your life do you have that this in your life this this healthy food I mean and um, do you have a do you have a prayer life that gives you gives you this strength to run. And we talked about uh, spiritual health. Physical health matters too. So uh, I want to share a story. I heard ab- about it from I mean, D- Derek Prince. He 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 did a like. Um, like testament of his life how everything began in his life and he said that god when god called him he said your body is important too for me so you can't just say i'm a spiritual person it doesn't matter how i live on the outside because you are the temple of the holy spirit right you can't just live on junk food and you can name things and the God is like He's speaking me about it, and I started to eat oatmeal in the morning. <laughs> so you you can you can eat one, two, three times in the morning, and then it gets it gets um, like it gets boring, right? You add meat to it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, he- healthy spiritually healthy and physically healthy it means exercise sometimes right Um, so uh, in Romans chapter 12 it says that we gotta offer to God our bodies our bodies as a living sacrifice so, if God gets the body, He gets all, all that's in the body, right? Our soul and spirit. You can't just say, Oh, my, my soul is praying, my spirit is fasting, but I'm here playing golf or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, all of us should be, uh, should be uh, involved in, in, in this process. And um, in Hebrews 12, it says, therefore we, all, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. I believe uh, th- this um, epistle, uh, epistle, was written by Paul so and he said that let us lay aside every weight let us let us lay lay aside every sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us so we might carry on our race something that that we don't need so and it slow, slows us down, you know. Or you have a sin that you, um, like that you constantly fall into. Like it, it like it, it, you you kind of trip over it every time, and you you gotta get up again, and you gotta like stop ru- start running again. And um, I wanna sh- share you about like a picture from this that. 5k marathon not marathon 5k um, Race so I I had a friend his name was max and when we started to run the race It's so funny when we were running on the race and and, and I kind of see him running here and 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 this 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 um, race was like set up on the streets so on the streets you got some garbage can cans right and I see him tripping over over a garbage can. <laughs> and he fell, and like garbage, and <laughs> sorry. And, and it's kind of funny, I was like... And he like disappeared somewhere behind. <laughs> he was picking up garbage or whatever. And it's a, such a vivid picture, you know. In our life we have uh, these trash cans set by the devil. And you gotta you gotta be very careful not to run into one, right? And not to it's it's gonna drop you down from like where you're supposed to be. So maybe you carry a garbage can with you. Maybe you picked it up, and it's kind of fun stuff in here. It smells bad, but you know there is some food, and you run with it. Like you you don't wanna give up that garbage can. And Apostle Paul says, lay it aside. You're not going to win with the garbage can in your life. You're not going to win with the sin in your life. There, there is a victory in, in the Lord. And, uh, you know, I, I'm running in the Lord. And I see how God challenges me. He says, you got to leave this. You got to, you can't run any longer with this. It it slows you down and you can like literally feel it like something in you slows you down and you you see like like your those bodies that run with you they kind of get like on the same line with you and maybe starting you know run run faster than you so we gotta we gotta take out those weights it's it's not gonna help us you know maybe it's a little thing but if you take a three pound you know weight and you run with it for five miles you're gonna feel it and you think man it's it's a little thing it's a little thing why why would i drop it why would i just i mean everybody run runs with it and we gotta understand that we've we got a long road ahead we've got a long road ahead and you know um, runners uh, it's recommended for them to wear you know not cotton clothes because when you run in cotton they uh, uh, say it right material it uh, kind of have a g- like high observance of wa- water it gets it gets uh, like weight heavy I was doing obstacle course in my sweatpants so it, and when I ran through that through that um, part when you had to go through the water, like set up. My my pants got wet, and I and I and I understood that I just no, <laughs> it's not gonna work. So number five, you can't avoid training. Apostle Paul says, "I discipline my body." And they bring it into subjection my my body um, hears me my body does what i want what I want it to do you know some people they're led by their stomach, some people are led by their like desires of the flesh, but apostle paul says i have it under- under control i have it under under control and So, he, and he, he says, Lest when I have preached myself to others, I myself should become disqualified. So, Apostle Paul had a successful ministry. But he said, if I don't do this, at the end, I might lose everything. I might be disqualified. So, if you have a successful ministry, if you're going good in the Lord, it doesn't mean that you can just relax. That you can just slow down on life and slow down on God's principle. You gotta apply this discipline to your body, to your like daily life. Amen. So, there there is no magic pill for the victory. So you we can't trick God. We can't just do do some doping or how, how how does it doping yeah, and just run faster than anybody else and win so and i want to share one more little picture from that 5k race so uh, as i said before i'm not an excellent runner but i wanted to be like somewhere first and i would on the way On the way to the to the place where it it, it all would started, I would buy like a big a big um, can of Red Bull, like 24 ounces. I would I would what else? I would mix some pills, actual pills. There is there is some aspirin and caffeine pills, and you kind of mix them together. And you, I'm not gonna give you like full full like, uh, yeah. And so, I would just take it all, <laughs> and, and another thing, when people were gathered on a, few, on a star line, right, like thousands of people, 7,000, I would just stay aside, like not join the crowd. And then when it's all just about to start, I would stand in front of everybody. <laughs> It's surprising nobody said to me anything. Well, yeah. I would just walk in front of everybody like with a you know smart face. This my heart is beating. I feel burn in my stomach, and I, I'm like you know like a horse before the battle, like his nostrils like, and. When, when uh, you know, the, there is a guy who would, like, shoot a gun, gun in the air, it, like, and I would just take off, and for a few seconds, I would be first, <laughs> I would be first, <laughs> and, you know, it doesn't work like that in the spiritual world, and it's kind of funny for me to, to bring, it, bring it up to, like, memory, and... But I, I wasn't the first first hundred people, so it wasn't that bad. <laughs> that Red Bull helped me a little bit. Um, so and you know, people who won the race, they were really, really trained, really like we call them Tarakana. They they they're really tall, they're really like have long legs, and they're just yeah. You, you can't even see them. You, I, I don't even know who, who, who won that race. <laughs> yeah, who got the prize. So, discipline our bodies. Daily exercise. Running when nobody sees you. Running, running when, you, when nobody uh, can tap you on the shoulder and say you're a good good runner you know our personal victories that they bring us to a place where we have public victory in God how do you fight on your own how do you fight when you like know that you got a free time what do you do with it do you do you run do you do you like take a race or wherever do something Amen and Fasting and praying It's our our Like things by which we get trained Fasting it brings your body into subjection It brings your body when you when you when your will You know gets iron in your will How is your fasting life? Do you fast? Do you know that Jesus expects you to fast? he said when you fast do this and this and this. He, he didn't say, if you someday get an idea that you should fast and you fast, do this, this and this. He said, when you fast, means God says, I'm expecting you to fast. I'm expecting you to bring that stomach into subjection. Because um, in one chapter, Apostle Paul writes that their stomach became their God. You know, uh, as, as Derek Prince said, your stomach is a good servant, but it's a horrible, horrible ruler. <laughs> so if you rule by your stomach, it's, a, it's another, another thing that, that's going to just slows you, slow you down. So, and, and fasting, you know, God helped me a lot through fasting you know when i when i go through through times when you, you know i see every, everything crushing everything is crushing in my life and i would I would feel like i'm on the edge when i about to lose my calling god when i, I feel like i'm on the edge of something that's going to bring destruction to my life and I, I, in my desperation i take this like 5 days fast it's, it's possible for everybody. And every time when I do, would, would do it like, genuinely, God would just like, give me this boost of energy to run, to overrun my enemies, to, like, to let them feel the, the dust like, behind me. <laughs> to, you know, like you're running and, and nobody, you even turn around and they, they're not even close to you. Uh, that fast you 're running in the Lord, so that this fasting it gives you muscle, it gives you energy, and uh, praying time it 's when you get strength from the Lord when you as Alex was preaching last time, it was so powerful just just simple simple thing praying spending time in God with the Lord in prayer, he gives you this um you know, divine power that you can overcome things that you know the other people cannot. He enables you to, to run fast. He enables you. He gives you like, you know. Actually, sometimes God can give you wings and you can fly, as Dima preached, like shared last time. So uh, you you can even feel the earth. You flying in God's spirit. You you moving in Him. So and uh, accountability helps you to uh, be disciplined when you're accountable to your brothers and sisters you're not just on your own you know it helps me so much when i when i like, ask somebody to pray, when I ask like other guys leaders or not leaders to pray and that's the, the, the this is god's plan plan for us that we will not just be the, these long rangers and And just just think like like you, like a robot or something, right? We're all flesh and blood and we need each other. We need to feel each other's, you know, shoulder. Amen? Accountability and simple simple things like, we shouldn't be afraid to ask, how is your prayer life? How, How is your run with the Lord? How are you doing? Can can can, can I help you to like to over overcome something? And it it really helps me. It it works. For example, it's easy to fast when you fast with somebody. It gives you same results or even more when you just brother. Let's let's do fast. Let's let's fast. And you kind of feel accountability to 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 your brothers or sister. And that you just not not like you by yourself, and you, you just can break the fast wherever you want. You kind of feel that that good pressure. So we gotta be more open. Like Angelina shared her testimony; it was was her heart. And we we, we gotta we gotta learn how to be open, right, yeah. to each other, because we uncover our like weak weak weak. Areas of our lives, and um, it 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 brings you to a place of hum- humility. Amen. So, we're all running. We gotta we gotta know what we're running for. We gotta know that we're not just running. We gotta discipline our bodies, our like to set the goal, see the victory in a, a, a ahead of us. And I'm going to wrap up and uh, give you some words of encouragement. Do you know that we got a big cloud, or a big cheering cloud, a big ch- cheering crowd that's cheering us on. You know, We got the biggest crowd in the world. You're not just running somewhere in the forest when nobody sees you. No, all heaven sees you Bible says about, about it I'm going to run this verse one more time therefore we also since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses so he said this verse in the chapter 12 after 11 in chapter 11 he describes about the, these, um, these people who won in this, in this life there is Moses there is Abraham there is David, there is, a, there is Paul, there is like many men and w- women of faith that endured to the end. And they see you and they're like, come on Vadim, you can do it. You can do it Vadim, run. And you can literally feel this joy and shout of, or, or Sophia, she's not here, run. So you, if you see her, just tell her run. <laughs> Run for your life. (laughs) So and you know, when we run some sometimes we get weary and we're tired and there is a time when we cross like some rivers, we get refreshed by God. You know, God has set up his rivers on your on your course. And if you if you're tired you gonna you gonna soon you gotta cross like a little river that's gonna refresh you and I wanna read um, one more verse from Isaiah chapter 40 but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength they shall not they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint Amen. but God says if you wait on me and in, in, in the prayer room if you spend enough time in a prayer room I'm gonna renew your strength and you and you you're gonna be given these wings you're gonna run very fast and not get weary amen you know sometimes I, when I pray I don't feel like, you know, I have to pray. I feel like I got no words. And what I do, I just keep on praying, keep, keep on saying what, what I know that I should say. And one time just something happens and you start feeling God in your, in your room. And you start feeling like He touches you, he, he gives you strength to overcome something in your life. He gives you strength. Amen. Let's all rise up and we're going to sing a song.